everybody, I'm Kevin Hoagland, and I welcome you to the On the Gold podcast, where our main goal is to help you become a better prospector and miner. And joining me today, as usual, is my co-host, and for some reason showing up as a guest today, Mr. Kevin Bell. So, nice. Kevin, I guess, well, you told me you had a question for me, or a couple of questions, based on, I think, part of what you saw or heard on one of the uh, radio programs I did recently. And yeah. also some feedback for some new prospectors. So that's all yours, man. Ask away. Uh, the Really the simple question, I think we can just sum it up as, what is the one, the one tool or the one piece in your kit that you don't leave home without? Oh, man. So we're getting into my kit now. All right. Um, yeah. Which kit? I well, have a dry kit. I have a wet kit. I've got a diving kit. I've got a detecting kit. Uh, I, and a lot of, look, we all have the commonalities. We know that if we're, we're, we're always going to have our shovels, we're going to have our digging tools, our crevicing tools. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it's wet or dry, we're going to have our crevicing tools, um, just the tools, our gold pans and different things like that. So I, I guess, you know what, I'm going to jump into, I'm going to do this one as an easy one. Uh, I'm going to okay. talk about my I'm going to talk about my detecting kit because there is one tool, one piece of kit that I don't leave home without in my detecting kit. And then uh, there's another kit, another piece of kit that I have that I don't leave home without it, and I don't care what I'm doing. So in my detecting kit, uh, it's the swingy thingy made by Doc's Detecting by Greg. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had the swingy thingy through every iteration that he's done all the way up to the the new swingy thing ultra, which I don't know where he's going to go from that. I mean, what do you say after ultra? Um, I, yeah. Who knows? But I'm sure if he comes up with something better, but I don't see how he could. It doesn't really matter to me what detector I'm swinging. Uh, I'm always going to use the swingy thingy. I don't care if it's the uh, XP Oryx Gold at under three pounds all the way up to my GPZ 7000. The swingy thingy is just one of these simply, simple, ridiculously great pieces of kit. You clip it onto your pants, uh, it holds your britches up while you're out there and it's got a, a bungee cord system to it that, again, I don't care what, what detect, I don't care what detector it is. You know, you go out with a, a three pound detector and after a while, after a few hours, that thing's like swinging a brick. I, yeah. I don't care. I, I really don't care who you are. After a while, it's going to get to you. And I want to be out there for the longest time that I can. So, plus, there's another thing about it. It also helps me keep right on level where I need to be. Because I know that if I'm in the middle of my swing, I've got this much, a little bit of pressure uh, pressing down on my, on, my, on my detector. When I get to the end of my swing, I'm putting a little bit more pressure to keep it flat on the ground. And, and make sure that I'm that I'm right where it needs to be. So yeah. I I think because I've been using it for so long that I know that when I come to the right, I've got X amount of pressure I'm putting on. When I go to the left, I've got X amount of pressure I'm putting on. And it helps me. It helps me because I've kind of got that cadence that's going on. And so, mm -hmm. and great. And, you know, on a super heavy machine like the, um, like the GPZ 7000, like I said, it's got a great it's got a great suspension system to it, but 
it's big, it's bulky, it's it's all sorts of extra stuff. Don't mind it. Not the biggest fan of it. And right. where I've recommended the swingy thingy for for years and years and years is not just for re- eliminating that weight and taking all that weight and putting it in a good suspension system, but dude, I'm getting older. You're getting older. We're we're look. It hurts. There are times yeah. where I just hurt. My back hurts at times. I mean, I've only had it broken once, and and all these other things that go along with it by having all of that weight off of me and or dispersed and and just kind of dispersed across the shoulders and and everything else um it's painless it's 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 painless detecting so and and it also allows you to move from one detector to another if you are working uh you know working an area and then switch you've gone through with one and now you're going through with another yeah, that's a real common thing for me. I'll, I'll, I'll hunt an area with my seven thousand, and then I'll walk over and I'll just I'll snap, I'll clip the unclip the Velcro, let it come off, throw it on the whatever machine I'm going to use, and and uh, and it just slips back on, run it through, make the adjustment, and I like it now because I can adjust it here at my chest, and also down at the machine, and if I need to get away from it completely, like if I'm if I'm digging a really deep hole and, I, and I've got a target, I can just take the new one, the the Ultra, pull up on it. It separates out from the from the bungee cord completely, and that way I can set it off to the side, put the coil down to where I can check my targets across the top of the coil and and know when I've got that piece of gold in my hand. So, you mm-hmm. know, great piece of kit. Something I just simply don't go detecting without. And I will tell you that. Like in hiking into some areas before, I've actually taken like a number two shovel or a couple of number two shovels and wrapped the bungee cord around the shovel handles and then brought the other side of the bungee cord up and hooked it up on the other chest. And that way my hands are free. And, mm. you know, granted, I've got, I've got a couple of long handles sticking out in front of me, but if I'm doing with my, like my shorties, my number, my little short number twos, and I do all of that as long as I'm not trying to walk between a tree and and pull the um, pull the dog in the cartoon thing when he's running running through the trees with a stick that's just a little bit too long and spins around the trees a couple of times. It works. It works really good. So mm. it's not. I'm not going to say it's something I take with me every time, but it's it's definitely detecting. That's it. Absolutely yep. the swingy thingy. So that's number one. Now. What is the one tool that I never leave home without? The one thing that's in my kit, and I actually own two of these, and I keep one in my detecting and general pro- or my detecting kit, and then I've got one in my general prospecting kit, which uh, is separated into wet and dry and different things like that. Now, and it's the uh, the Falcon MD20. Then. Yep. I've talked about the Falcon probably to some people absolutely ad nauseum. Uh, I, 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 look, I got one of these things back, I don't even remember when it was, back when it was the old MD-10, and over the years, now it's the MD-20, which is more sensitive. It, it's, it's easier to, to, to work with and do these things, these things with, but it's a, it's, a, it's a small metal detector is what it is. It's a right. 300 kilohertz detector and then I'm looking around here I do have one I didn't even think about that because I did that radio show the other day 
and it came to a conversation, and somebody said they'd never really given it a lot of consideration because they thought it was kind of a toy or something like that. They really didn't know what this what this tool is capable of. Well, and they so probably sure confuse it. it. They probably confuse it with a pinpointer. Right, with a standard with a standard pinpointer, and and I don't know how this is going to show on camera, but this is the MD20. It's in its sheath. You've got mm -hmm. a you know, you've got a couple of balance. You've got a couple of buttons. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to hold this to where you can see it properly. Um, does it look like it's made kind of cheesy? Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, it's CPVC pipe, a couple of ends, some great cable. And I like it because this cable is really long, and I can use the shaft with it and everything else. But yep. those are accessories I really don't care about. Uh, I, I'm not going to get into that, but here's the thing about this. This is a tool that has found me an incredible amount of gold when I've mm -hmm. been out doing other prospecting. The Falcon MD-20 is a inexpensive, as far as I'm concerned, piece of kit mm -hmm. that I don't go anywhere without because right. it, it's capable it, and, and it's, it's oh. beyond capable. When I'm hunting, if I'm out metal detecting and I start hunting around a mine site and I, I find yeah. that one little piece of, and maybe a, a little piece of chispa or something like that or a little, a little quartz specimen that's got a little tiny bit of gold in it and I hit it with the metal detector, then that tells me that there are probably thousands of other pieces laying around on that ore dump that are probably not detectable and that's where right. the, that's where the falcon comes in handy it's a 300 kilohertz metal detector yes it's got a coil the size of it's, it's a one inch coil um right. but you're talking about 300 kilohertz you're talking about something that is so sensitive to the to the the tiniest piece of gold and and for those of you that have no idea what i'm looking i'm talking about as far as like what this thing's capable of finding uh, just do a Google search, Falcon MD20 test card. And what that test card has on it is a little bit of magnetite, mm -hmm. a tiny, tiny piece of gold, smaller than half the size of a pinhead, right. however that works out, and then some pyrite. And, of course, it's never going to go off on pyrite because pyrite is not metal. Right. It's not metal. Iron pyrite is not iron. Yeah, all the other stuff right. that goes along with it, the black sand, the magnetite, when I pull it away, it's going to make a sound. That little itty-bitty teeny, teeny, teeny piece of gold is going to hit on that as, as I go to it. So mm -hmm. if I'm on an old mine dump or if I'm hunting around the mine and I find that one little specimen piece, if I'm, that's all I'm really finding, if that, if that one piece was all I found, a lot of times I'll switch from metal detecting to just hunting that ore dump or the side piles or whatever, looking for material that looks like that. Mm -hmm. And even if I'm just out exploring old mines and I'm working on the ore dump, I, and I've talked about this so many times, I look at the added of a mine and I see, okay, I'm just going to make up colors. I see blue, red, green, and yellow. Well, now I start looking at the ore dump and I see blue, red, green, but I'm not seeing a lot of the material that's the yellow material, whatever color that really is. So I'll start, I'll start looking at the ore dump and finding as much of that yellow as I can, and I'll test it as I'm going along 
And nine out of ten times, I'm going to tell you that the yellow was the material that they were taking out. That's what they were working. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take that material, and I'm just going to put it in the five-gallon bucket. And like I said, I'll test this, but I'll take, I'll sit down and put up my my umbrella, sit in my lawn chair, and I'll just start checking that material with the with the Falcon. If it gives me a gold hit, it goes into one bucket. If it doesn't give me a hit, I just toss it off to the side. Mm -hmm. So and and. Again, I've talked about this so many times, I don't even know if it's worth talking about here because so many people have heard it, but those of you that have not, welcome. Welcome to Kevin's favorite rant about a metal detector. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing machine. It's easy to set up. There's a lot of options for it. And I think where I hear a lot of people questioning it is, um, well, can I get a pinpointer? Can't I get a, just a regular pinpointer? that I can do the same thing because I don't have to make adjustments. I basically press the button, turn it on, press the button maybe to ground balance it or as you go into a hole or this or that. Yeah, that works for small small pieces of gold sometimes. Uh, depends on how small. And it does do a fairly good job if you've got something that's got some mass and some other things. But, again, we're talking about a 300, a 300 kilohertz detector that, will see pieces of gold inside of something or in a crack or a crevice or whatever. For me, it's mainly just mainly like the specimen pieces that mm -hmm. I take all that material home. I run it through the crusher and then gravity recover all the gold. And, and I've gotten a lot of gold like that. And we're talking about pieces that will not go off on, on little disseminated pieces that will not go off on a pinpointer and definitely will not go off on a metal detector right right and i've got to tell you for me personally um if i've got if i happen to have uh, crevicing tools in one hand i've got my md20 in the other Absolutely. you know and that's and and more realistic it's not only horizontal in bedrock but it's also in bedrock that's vertical and right. it's it's hard to do that with any other tool than the MD20. Right, and absolutely. The other thing for me is I even added when I'm doing the, the, the mine dump stuff is I even set up uh, a little uh, holder from my MD20 that goes on a camera tripod. Yeah, I've heard about this before. So, yeah, so I can just swing the rocks in front of it, and if they don't sound off, you just chuck them, and then if you don't, you put it in a bucket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to give you one of those, wasn't I? Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah. Still waiting. Yeah. Still waiting, by the way. Yeah. yeah. You know, just for the way. So no, I got to tell you, the MD20 is that... a great tool. Yeah, it is. It, 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 is a, it is a tool that is functional. And, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing bells and whistles about the MD20. You've got a ground balance knob. You've got a sensitivity knob. Simple to use. You run it up, and it starts making a lot of noise. You back it off until they both equalize out, and you just start hunting with it. And, yes, you're going to have to change it around. You're going to have to make adjustments because at 300 kilohertz, the thing is not going to stay just dead, silent, stable all day long. Sure. You run, you run a, a half a dozen pieces of ore that has a lot of magnetic property to it, you're going to have to make an adjustment. But for what it does... 
<laughs> and the ability that this machine has, um, I don't care if it looks a little funky. You know, yeah. I, 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 hate, I hate it when people have made the remark, well, it looks like it's made out of CPVC. Who cares? It doesn't matter what they put it in. It's what's inside of it that really, right. really counts. And the coil wrappings and so on. And you've got a, an ultra-sensitive, there's a band on it, and you can change it from really an, a, a super-sensitive detector to where maybe it's not quite as sensitive. Mm -hmm. And to me, I find that really useful if I'm... If I've got it in the water and I'm working around some of those areas where I'm getting like deposits of black sands, but I know that there's something in there. And what you were saying about the crevice tool, I've many times I've gotten into those crevices and I'm just bumping the, the MD20 back and forth as I go through with the, with the crevice tool, breaking stuff yeah. loose. And yeah. of course, moving the crevice tool, I'm going to get a sound, but I'll, I'll pull across and then I'll bump it a couple of times, and if I get that one sound going towards it, if it's a if it's a, a crevice that I can maybe don't want to open up or something, I can take a, a, just a suction line like with it or a, a piece of hose and mm -hmm. just kind of bring it back up, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. So that's the one machine. I And I'm sorry, I, I went off on a little bit of a rant on this one, but that is the one machine that no matter where I go, I'm always going to have it. I use yeah. it while I'm sluicing. I use it while I'm panning. I use it while I'm out detecting. I, I just use it if I'm out driving around. If, if It's always in my buggy. It's mm -hmm. always with me. I'm out in the middle of driving through the desert. I run across an old mine site or just an, an old digging or something. You bet. I'm going to take a look at it. I'm going to take a look at it. If I don't see any other claim signs or anything else around it, I'm going to get out, I'm going to look at it, I'm going to see what they were working, try to figure out what that material is, take the MD-20 to it, hit it a few times, I get a positive signal, throw it into the back of the buggy, mark that spot on my GPS, and move on about my business. Mm -hmm. Crush it down, check it out, and I know what I got. So, invaluable tool? Absolutely. Yeah. And really not even that expensive. I don't even know what they're selling for. Uh, oh, they're probably about you know twice what? the cost of a pinpointer, of, of a good pinpointer. You think so? Yeah, maybe not even that much. So, let me look here real know. quick. But they're having, they're they're right around the the uh, two seventy, two eighty, two ninety mark, depending yeah. upon the accessories and different things like that. Yeah. Um, so not quite twice as expensive as a good pinpointer. Yeah. True. So. True. Yeah, and it's uh, it's. Well, and I've noticed it's really hard to put my metal detector in my bucket when I want to take, you know, when I want to go down and, and crevice. It's really hard to put yeah. that metal detector in the bucket, but that MD-20 just drops right in. Yep. So. so there you go. That's what's in my kit. I hope that answered it for you the the best that I can. I mean, it's, it's the two items in the kit, and I think that takes care of it. Mm-hmm. Hey. Why don't we do a whole series on what's in the kit? That'd be cool. That would be cool. All right. Yeah. All right, everybody. Hey, uh, thank you for joining us today. I hope that you learned something from this. And, of course, if you have any questions, please remember to email us at kh or kb at prospectingedu.com, and we'll answer any questions that you have. Our goal, again, is to help you become a better prospector and a better miner. So until we see you the next time, 
hit the like button if you liked what we said leave us a comment if you didn't like what we said leave us a comment anyway and if you subscribe to the channel or hit that bell so you'll get notified every time we come up with a brand new podcast all right folks thank you very much we'll see you next time take care everybody <laughs>